Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Hello, everybody. This is us again. Talking. We are back. Are we? We are. We are here. <laughs> we are here to talk about CrossFit. Yes. All the good things. All Nothing but good things about CrossFit. Never bad, ever. Any, any kind of exercise is good for you. Yeah. yeah. Move. If you're a hater of CrossFit, you should listen to this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. Um, you know, people hate on different sports, right? Like, mm-hmm. they'll hate on a different, like, some people hate on I CrossFit. used to hate on golf. People hate on marathon runners oh, because, oh, that much running much. is bad for you. Then you, like, hate on what, like, I don't know. You just, everybody hates on everybody. And, like, we're just all just trying to be active, be happy for each other. Yeah. yeah. Will Farrell says, ELE, everybody love everybody. Yeah, if you go and, like, <laughs> run six miles and you've never run. Love him. Well, then you're going to probably get injured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to go deadlift a thousand pounds and you never deadlift it. Okay, you're probably going to get injured. You're, something's yes. going to hurt you. I, um, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. So, segueing into our topic now <laughs> is we uh, found a study. Mm-hmm. And well, you did. Yes, yes, yes. And you're going to highlight it. Uh, and then I'm going to dissect it. And then she's going to dissect it. <laughs> so um, there was a study released on CrossFit. And who do you think is most likely to get injured? A beginner, an intermediate, or an expert? Now, really think about this question. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. A beginner CrossFitter, an intermediate, or an expert? Who, as you're listening to this, who do you think is more likely to get injured and why? Right? We're going to kind of talk about this now. Think about it, think about it, think about it. You've thought about it. You probably think expert. You probably think beginner, but you're wrong. Well, wait. Give a def- was there a definition? Did they, like, can you remember what they defined? You know, exactly. that might be helpful. I can't remember exactly. Um, while we're talking, I'll, I'll kind of. Okay, yeah, go ahead and look for it. And, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I think. Yeah, yeah, go for beginner, it. Beginner, intermediate, and uh, expert. So when I think of beginner, I'm going to give it a time frame. I'm going to give it a time frame of, let's say, zero to six months. Eh, maybe a year, zero to a year. I consider this person, this athlete, a beginner because they, and with that in mind, that's the time frame, zero to a year, um, zero months to a year, and their, mobi- their, their mechanics are, you know, this is kind of hard, but I'm going to say fair, right? If they go through a body squat, there is some forward lean. They have, um, you know, their overhead position is not as, as good, meaning that when they reach overhead, their biceps aren't very close to their ears. Just to give you some some, some general, some, some th- something to see, visualize, okay? Now, when I think of intermediate, I'm going to put them at, you know, two plus or, or one plus maybe three to four years. That would probably be my category where I've now gotten a lot better or this athlete has gotten better at mechanics. They can now do an appropriate squat with their chest upright. Um, There isn't any uh, pelvic rotation. They can get their arms overhead. They can perform an overhead squat safely. And there isn't any pain with any of the movements, right? Gymnastics is coming along where they can do pull-ups. Kipping is now coming, becoming a part of the routine, even butterfly there is still a little bit of struggle with handstand walks, but they can kick up. This is going to fall into the to these are where the athletes will fall into intermediate, so one plus three to four year range. Now, when we're flirting with expert, I would probably put you in about a five year 
to say, gosh, five plus years. At this point, you can start calling yourself a, a pretty darn good CrossFit enthusiast, maybe not quote unquote expert, but you move really well. You have gymnastics down, you're moving a, a decent amount of weight that is relative to your body. You know, these are things that, you know, every movement that CrossFit has thrown in you for the exception of some absurd ones that you see that never came back. For example, ring handstand pushups. I was very grateful those things didn't come back. I, I had to close one eye because I thought something was going to happen for those avid CrossFit list, you know, advocates avid crossfit goers that movement way back when i can't quote the year was just it was hard to watch so what i'm getting at is you have the beginner from zero to one year you have intermediate from one to about three to four years of actually going to crossfit relatively often which is going to be about three to four times a week and then you have your expert that's at five plus years uh, and again they don't have to be considered an expert once you hit the five-year mark because i'm getting there and i still don't consider myself an expert but i'm giving you guys a timeline of being exposed to this the sport and at this point with if you've dedicated at least three to four times or even five times a week there should be a progression i mean if you didn't progress from being starting crossfit from from day zero to five years in then i, I mean i don't know maybe you, you just enjoy moving body weight and that's totally fine i'm not mad at you i'm just saying there's, there should be some version of progression at some point your body adapts and that's just kind of what it is so those are the three definitions that I would, um, or the three categories I would put a beginner, intermediate, and RX athlete in. And, uh, you know, these are the kinds of move, or these are the kinds of categories that I would confidently say both Edwin and I fall into. And again, I'm flirting with the five-year marker, and I still don't have handstand walks. It, it's horrible. I hate it. I, I just haven't found my center of gravity upside down yet but i can kick up and do a pretty solid handstand push-up uh and i don't really get to do very many bar muscle-ups but i have accomplished some right i feel pretty confident about that let's not even talk about ring muscle-ups those are just fun to look at and swing from one day i'll get there when i dedicate more time to hanging from the rings uh so that's kind of the categories we're going to go based off of yeah. moving forward yeah um i mean danielle pretty hit the nail on the head with like where she qualifies either beginner <laughs> intermediate and expert um, you know, so the reason why, you know, inter intermediate athletes or CrossFitters, you know, they they find themselves getting more injured than a beginner or an expert as well is also, you know, they they don't, um, you know, there's level progressions from one exercise to another, right? And sometimes there's a lack in the proper progressions, mm. right? You'll see someone, let's, mm -hmm. I always use the example of, you know, if someone's new to CrossFit, they're not doing a pull-up, what are they going to do? They're going to do probably a ring row. Right. Right? right and right, when you right. go from a ring row then you're like okay like they've done ring rows every time let's just go into jumping pull-ups mm -hmm. right but is there something in between right right where a jumping pull-up as 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 great as it may be it's also very dynamic because they have to have control you're just jumping into it are you really strengthening the arm mm -hmm. in a proper pr uh, progression probably not is there something in between a, um, a ring row and that now is there something between that and a strict pull-up what can you do now, mm -hmm. is there something between that and a kipping or a kipping pull-up? Right right? right. right. So there's these level progressions. And these people, you know, they're they're good to where they have a squat down. They mm -hmm. have a deadlift down. Mm -hmm. But then you're going into more gymnastics, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're dealing with a class, sometimes you're dealing with one coach. But then they have 12 to 15 people right, in a class. Right, right. 
And so how can you come up with level progressions for each and one of those individuals? Mm -hmm. So you're typically just going to have one or two progressions, or maybe just one, right? right? From uh, You're either going to do, like my wife, she has been going into a box, um, and I really had to talk about her progression. She's like, why? I'm still doing ring rows. And she's been doing CrossFit for, you know, six months now, Mm, right? She's a beginner, right? But she's been doing that, and they were just having her do, like, jumping pull-ups right so all i did is like let me show you progression let's get in underneath a barbell put it up like if you're gonna grab it from a squat rack mm-hmm. but like you're pulling yourself up and right, you have a leg. Right. and so what are you doing you're still having a vertical pull you're, but now you're working on more strict strength right right yeah so um you know everybody has to be have some sort of individualization but they don't sure and it's n- nobody's fault but at the same time i think we can do a better job of educating the crossfitters mm-hmm. the types of progressions that they can have before they go and attempt something that an expert would be doing right right, right. no i agree um I, I think that's a big one because that's where a lot of people I've seen have issues where they go from ring rows to kipping to mm-hmm. kipping pull-ups and then you go into a muscle-up yeah. where you try and do all these things and you're trying to do a kipping pull-up and then you don't even have a strict pull-up down yet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so how, exactly. How can, you have, how can you build a strict pull-up strength before you have someone attempt to do, you know, a kipping pull-up, right? right? right, right, right. Um, what else? Uh, hollow body holds, yeah. right? Hollow body I mean, holds, yeah, supermans, things like that. You know, for having a good baseline yes. of that. I agree. And then, then you can have someone kipping, just kipping on a bar, just right. hang on a bar, mm-hmm. right? Things like that. And sometimes we just jump into things because they look cool. Yeah, and everyone and, else is doing and it. And everybody else is doing it, mm-hmm. but we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, so that's why there's a big level or not a higher level of incidence in intermediate athletes that get injured. That mm-hmm. is fair. I do think that, you know, the, the pull-ups is a big thing. You know, there's some good facilities out, or good CrossFit gyms that are out there. Yeah, and yeah I, most and We know them, yeah. And, and it's it, they take the time to individualize as much as one can. You would mentioned the, the hollow and um, mm-hmm. Superman hold. So be familiar with the shapes so mm-hmm. that way they can eventually progress. Yeah. To, like you mentioned, hanging from the bar, going in that kipping or mm-hmm. the quip, kip, kip swing, excuse me. There's also negative pull-ups, yeah. you know, getting yourself above the bar and controlling and that descent. Control descent yep. Those are all good things that you can do. And I think that, you know, for those athletes that are in a phase mm. where, and we can use your wife, for example, where they continued in the ring row phase, yeah. and it's no fault of the CrossFit gym. When they have 15 athletes, you want to ensure that they're moving safely, and ring rows is a good way to go. Mm. You did right, in my opinion, by demonstrating a di- an inverted row is what I would yeah. call it. Mm-hmm. And then you're changing the, the, the plane of how you're pulling, yeah. and then eventually go to overhead. Those are things yeah. that you... Um, that may get overlooked because again if you're talking about a class they only offer like two progressions yeah. or there's too many progressions yeah. and then and you don't know which one's right for you exactly and i think you if you're a crossfitter and you fit in the intermediate phase mm-hmm. right there has to be more work done outside of just class right there has exactly. like if you want to get better at kipping you have to be kipping before after whenever you're not in class because at the end of the day when you go to a crossfit class like the goal is to work out mm-hmm. right but if you want to get better at something yeah the progressions are there for you to practice in class but there has to be some level of work outside of class that is um truth yeah and and that's how you'll stay you know you'll prevent injury you'll stay a little bit healthy um and then you know a lot of it healthy right <laughs> i mean if you really think about it if you're an intermediate crossfitter you're probably you know you're probably going to crossfit 
you know, three to five days a week. Yep. Right. Yep. So if you yep. have two two recovery days a week, like use those to do some accessory work. Work yeah. on your strict pull up. Work on your hollow body hold. Work on on your squat depth. Things that are going to translate into you performing better at the CrossFit stage mm-hmm. or CrossFit class. Right. Um, that's kind of the way you got to think about it. If you fit in that category, you feel like you're an intermediate CrossFitter. Um, you need to be putting more work in outside of class. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. I mean, I think that is overlooked. I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm guilty of it. It was one of those things like I can use uh, double unders. I mm-hmm. literally it, it just it hurt because yeah. I practiced. But I was told like I was advised by someone who was well way more uh crossfit savvy than me athletic yeah whatever uh and they suggested no more than five minutes to dedicating it to um double unders but i would do it on the days that i didn't go in or before after class and i saw results yeah uh so it's just highlighting the importance of when you're in class of what you said like when you're in class that's your opportunity to work out it's not necessarily an opportunity to refine the tech that the the technical issues Mm -hmm. the the intent of the workout is to to get your cardiovascular system taxed Mm -hmm. right and and really work on the endurance the muscular endurance aspect to get fit Mm -hmm. right and these are the opportunities all the other hours in the day should you have should you should you be blessed with a schedule that you can do whatever you want Mm dedicated to accessory work auxiliary auxiliary work auxiliary auxiliary whatever um you get the picture but yeah i think you did you highlight some good points that for those of us that do want to excel and get better and and progress from beginner to intermediate and eventually to in an expert phase or expert category there has to be work done outside of the gym yeah there there has to be and you know crossfit is not an injury-free sport just no like sport ju- just is. like running is in just like playing basketball like no sport is um there is a bad stigma behind crossfit and people think you get injured because you hear about people like oh and you think that what they do is dangerous no it's just dosage we've talked about this before oh, yeah. right like if you try to do too much too soon you're gonna get injured doing whatever the hell you're doing <laughs> no matter right? what like, it is like if you're not used to lifting from the ground and you're moving boxes to move from one house to another like you're probably gonna have a sore back and it's probably gonna hurt mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the thing about this is if you do get injured don't stop being active right. whether it be cross or anything else uh you know if you fit in that intermediate phase you do get injured sometimes you also don't want to continue with crossfit like you've become to love something and then you're like ah oh, maybe i don't need to do that well if it's something you enjoy there's a way to get back to it mm-hmm. right and that's mm-hmm. where you know we come in as resources there's other resources out there but that doesn't mean you need to stop right um there you know there's always setbacks in any kind of, if you're pursuing like that expert level of mm-hmm. crossfitting um so so keep that in mind you know, if you fit into any of these categories, know where you fit, know that there's levels of progressions, educate yourself, do out, work outside of it. Um, and if you need anything from us, we're available. Please ask, even if you're unsure, yeah. if you're like slightly unsure, give us a call. Yeah. There's ways to contact us. Take it easy, guys. All right, guys, we'll talk soon. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where, where you, you come, come first. first.